my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you Hello, campers, and welcome to another episode of Red, White, and Right. I am Joe Q. Public. It is March the 17th, 2023, and I'm sorry for getting this show in late, but I had a very, very busy weekend. I have other things to do, people. I'm sorry. No, but seriously, what a wonderful weekend it was here in Texas, and I don't know what it's like for you guys right now, but it is a beautiful 75 with just a little bit of crisp in the air, and I couldn't help but get out and ride my motorcycle because I just, I mean, the weather. It's amazing, you know. Uh, first of all, let me say thank you so much to the many, many, many people that have already begun following me on Facebook. Uh, the podcast just got started, and I had no idea I was going to get so much support. I knew there was going to be hate. I'm expecting that. I'm embracing it. I'm okay with people coming on and questioning what I have to say. It's a free country. It's what you do. You don't get mad. You don't get heated. You don't get violent. You talk. You talk about things, and you try and come to a, you know a nice civilized adult conversation. I know that sounds impossible in 2023. Everyone seems to just want to go off and and just go crazy because people don't agree with what they say, but that's that's not the right thing to do. And I'm not talking about the other side. I'm not talking about the liberals or the left. I'm talking about both sides, the right and the left. Americans. We're all Americans even if we don't like what each other think. We are Americans. And we should respect each other. And I'm talking to the red and the blue. I am always more than willing to hear somebody's opinion. I'm all ears if you want to try and convince me of something. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll say it. I'll admit it. But I'm not. No, I mean, I know everyone thinks that us conservatives stand on a soapbox and we're like, I'm better than you and I'm right and you're wrong. But it's not like that. We want everyone to have a good life. We want everyone to have a good family. We want everyone to be taken care of. But it doesn't matter. You know, I can put up a flag and I could say I'm conservative and it's still not going to represent what I am. And what are you, Joe? Well, what I am is I'm somebody who cares about his country, someone who loves America and someone who can take a step back, take a deep breath and say, OK, it's possible I might be wrong or maybe I'm looking at this from the wrong point of view. Maybe my ideas have been wrong. There was a time in my life. I will not lie to you. There was a time in my life growing up. In a very, very, very white suburb, surrounded by very, very white people, that there were thoughts of things like becoming a skinhead or my father was extremely racist. And it was, you know, thanks to him, actually, I was able to overcome that racism and break that horrible cycle in my family. When I heard him use the N word, when I heard him say things that were derogatory, that were prejudiced, that were unnecessary, it wasn't like he was you know, having it out with a black man or he saw something that he didn't like. He just, you know, he'd say things and the words would come out of his mouth and they would just not hit my ear right and they would sting. And nobody ever told me racism wasn't okay. I just figured it out on my own. I thought, whoa, you know, you don't, you don't even know that guy. And you, you're talking like that? And here in the South, people are accustomed to men and women and children and church and things like that. So you have to understand, like, 
that's a good portion of the country. And whether you like it or not, it is solidified and it ain't going anywhere. And unfortunately, it's leading to a whole lot of civil war. But I want us to be united. I stand on a conservative platform, but I understand that there are a lot of things, you know, I keep getting all these people on my Facebook page and they're trolling me. And I expect it. You know, you're getting popular when you're getting trolled. Okay. Like a guy has a cut and paste. He's got one in the chamber for me of 30 memes on Trump that he's going to dump onto my page. And I'm like, bro, I never even said Trump's name until the second episode where I was addressing the fact that people keep saying that I'm a Trump supporter. And I'm not not a Trump supporter. I'm just not a fan of anybody that's been president in a very long time. Like the last time I was actually happy about a presidency was Bush and Clinton. And that's it. And then before that, Reagan. But back then, I was just a little tiny mini Republican. <laughs> Someone called me a, a, uh, a rhino on my page. Someone said I'm a rhino. I didn't even know what that was. I had to look it up. Republican and name only. I don't know what that means. Like, does that mean I'm saying I'm Republican because I'm like posing to be a Republican and like I don't believe in Republican things? I don't really like putting a label on myself. I If I have to, I say, yeah, I lean to the right. Okay. There are a lot of things that the right says that mean a lot to me. I'm Southern. I'm from Texas. I love my guns. I believe in the Second Amendment. But it doesn't make me an ultra hard conservative alt right. You know, I don't want to alienate anyone and not because like I'm trying to like sucker people into listening to me. I'm being honest. This is God's honest truth here coming out of my mouth that I would like for us all to find some common ground. And when you look at big issues like things that are going on today, you have to say some of them make you step back. Well, at least me anyway. And you go, whoa, whoa, that's that doesn't make any sense. That's just lunacy. OK, and there's a lot of crazy things going on. And what people don't seem to understand is that even even the far right websites still, you know, put the spotlight on people who are making a lot of noise about certain issues. And the truth be told, the majority of America is not thinking like that. And it's just like, and I, yes, I'm going to talk about Bud Light again today. I'm sorry, but it's just like the Bud Light thing. See, working class people, they don't want to get involved because all this stuff is going on in the big cities, crime and rioting and protesting and all kinds of this and that that's going on. It's going on in the major cities and the media is always there to cover it. But in the other 99% of rural America, you know, people just are at home and they go, well, you know, I, we don't have to deal with that here. So whatever. Crazy people there in Houston, crazy people there in Austin, crazy people there in Dallas. But here in Midland, Odessa, you know, when I get off work and I go to the bar for a Bud Light, we can talk about those transvestors. We can talk about those tra <laughs> transistors. It wasn't until Bud Light took a stance that the American people were able to speak up by not speaking at all, by just not opening their billfolds, by not opening their wallets, by not ordering their product. And Bud Light didn't see that coming because Bud Light's so out of touch. All big business is. The majority of America is still America. We are heartland America. And here where I live in a small town in Texas, there is none of that garbage. There are gays. There are transgender people. There are blacks. There are lots of Mexicans and there are whites. And there's none of this crap happening. Everyone here respects everyone 
No one fights over anything like race. No one fights over anything like being gay. If anything, the rednecks get a kick out of a man walking into a store with heels on. But some of these people, these city-dwelling, Portland-esque type people, have gone off the deep end because they're reading into things too much. And they seem to think that everyone needs to be on board with what they think or they must die. And that's just a horrible way of thinking. You cannot. You absolutely cannot tell someone. I mean, obviously, there are exceptions. You wouldn't say like, oh, well, the Nazis make a good point. No, but you would you would say I respect their right to believe that. It doesn't mean I'm going to allow you to come and teach it to my children. It doesn't mean that I'm going to uh, make a book reading hour for you. It seems to me, I mean, we all know that mental health in America is just terrible. I mean, we have no insurance. There's, I mean, it's just impossible, impossible to get health care without a job that's paying for it. And so many people fall through the cracks with poor health care. And, and I'm telling you right now, all these things that happen, like school shootings or mass shootings and things like that, there were always red flags. People just didn't say anything. Okay, I've met people who I was easily able to predict would go on to do bad things. And I warned people and I was always right. If you think if you really, really believe that someone walked into a school and shot it up and killed 15 children and that they never once had any signs of doing it before. Boy, are you mistaken? The signs are always there. What happens after every mass shooting? The friends, the family start coming out of the woodwork. Well, yeah, he was reading a lot of manifestos from previous school shootings, and he did ask me to buy him a gun, and he did say that he hated bullies and he wished he could kill them all. But I just thought, you know, kids will be kids. People don't just wake up one day and go nuts. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a long series of things like abuse and lack of care that lead to these things. And bullying, oh my God, is bullying bad? and underreported and responsible for way too many suicides amongst children. But that's something we'll get into another time. I am already talking too much about other stuff, and I want to really dog on Bud Light. The story's not going away, not yet. So let me just say, what has Bud Light done since the last time I spoke to you guys? Well, they finally, as they were quiet for two weeks, they finally did a press release on Twitter of course, the the medium for all <laughs> things so important. The go to is Twitter. Why doesn't anyone make another Twitter? Why? It's just binary code put together with words posted on a stupid site. You could just as easily buy the domain name Twitter with one T and do the exact same thing. Well, I don't understand why all these platforms had such a monopoly on everything. Anyway, like I was saying, Bud Light released a statement, and of course, they backpedaled-ish. They didn't say one way or another. That's the thing. They didn't address anything. They were like, we here at Bud Light uh, really love serving beer to hardworking Americans and blah, 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 and old glory and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not once did they make any mention of Mulvaney, transgenderism, uh, whether they support it or against it, anything. They totally ducked it. They totally, completely dodged the issue altogether, and they just wanted to remind America, like, hey, remember, we really like America, when it's just a bunch of baloney. Here, I have a, I actually have an audio clip of that press conference, and uh, let me play it for you right now. 
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if we could all just calm down. I'd like to introduce you to Carlos Brito, CEO of Anheuser-Busch. He'll be here to answer any questions you have. Please try and keep them civil. Uh, yes, I'm Carlos Brito here with the Anheuser-Busch Corporation, and I understand you all have some concerns with our most recent ad campaign featuring Miss Mulvaney, a transgender woman. And before I take any questions, I would just like to say that, um, here at Budweiser, we believe in things like the American flag, the bald eagle, pink freakism, Clyde's tails, puppy dog tails, snails, and, I mean, uh, stuff, uh, soldiers, and things like that. Budweiser, your very patriotic beer company. Is there a question here? Uh, yeah, yes, Mr. Brito. Mr. Brito, uh, uh, you know, ad campaign, it seems like you're backpedaling a little bit there. Uh, first, you was on board with the dude in the dress, now it seems like you're all stars and stripes, and, uh, you're not even discussing whether you think she did something wrong, or you're backing her up, or whatever. Could you, uh, could you clarify on that, please, for us? Uh, yes, yeah, yes, I most certainly could. Uh, back in the early 18th century, George Washington said, I have a dream, and that dream was to come to America and give... Only the finest beer to the most patriotic people. And we here at Bud, uh, Anheuser-Busch, we believe in giving everyone a voice. Uh, the hard-working man or woman, or man as a woman, or woman as a man, or whatever it be. I didn't come up here to give you the secret recipe to my grandma's apple pie. Uh, uh Mr. Brito, Mr. Brito, uh, that, that, none of that makes any sense. Could you clarify wh what exactly you're getting to with that? Certainly, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give you the double talk here about what Anheuser Bush uh, is thinking or where we stand on things. Uh, let me just tell you, uh, Nick Mac, Paddywhack, get it on the phone. Uh, this old man came rolling home. Uh, 2,000, 1,000 feeling fine. My bacon smelling fine. Uh, and you can quote me on that. Jeez, how many pictures do you guys need? Okay, so again, like I said, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light, etc. They didn't, they didn't address anything. Okay, now, obviously that wasn't the real, the real press conference. I am not trying to pass that off as real. Okay, I know so many people. I, I like the last thing I want is people to go onto my page and be like, "Oh, that was totally fake, bro." Yeah, I know. But my point is, is that Anheuser-Busch, who for two weeks has been completely silent, has been in their boardroom and they've been going, "Oh, what are we gonna do? We're drowning here. We can't back off of it, but we can't support it anymore either. Like we are in quicksand financially, and we are really, really like there's a bloodlust out for us in the South, and we have lost three billion dollars." we have got to do something and they're like just make the most absolutely patriotic commercial you can put it up let's try and sweep this all under the rug nobody talk about it don't use the word trans mulvaney anything like that just say stuff about the flag and the hard-working american and how much we love them that's it and don't respond to any comments or questions about the patriotic thing that we're going to do just let it be and that's really the only choice Budweiser, Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch has at this point is to just hope it's going to go away. And it will, because like with anything in America and in the news, a bigger story will come along. But as long as transgender people keep getting supported by big business just because big business wants to make money by being inclusive, this won't go away. It's just going to switch to a different product. And I guarantee you, once it does, everyone will not, you know, they'll stop caring about Bud Light and everyone will go back to drinking Bud Light. But it's not going to replace all that lost revenue that Bud Light's already given away because of this one little stunt. Realistically, it's Nike that people should be going after, not Bud Light.
I don't even really care about the Bud Light thing. I mean, I, I care that a company took a position, but I can't say I'll never drink Bud Light again because of it, because I would never drink Bud Light in the first place. I would never put that swill into my mouth. It's a terrible, terrible beer that has been trying to pass itself off as a beer for 150 years. And if it's all the same, I'll have a Shiner Bach from Shiner, Texas, German brewed in my great Lone Star State. And I'm sure many of you other Americans have your own brews from your own state that you love. But it's Nike. It's Nike who took this same person, Mulvaney, and put him, her in a sports bra and is modeling women's clothing. Now, that is way worse than Bud Light because that's disrespecting women. And I love women. I really love women. And to take a man. And to have him model something that's only for women because they have, what is it? Boobs. I mean, I have boobs too, but that's just because I'm fat. But women have, <laughs> you, why would, I don't need a woman modeling the next jockstrap for when I play hockey. I'm sure men would love that. But you get my point, right? And it's not like we have gender. I understand. And you're going to say, Joe, you can't just say that things are gender specific. Well, I kind of can. I kind of can. Bras weren't meant for flat chested people, i.e. men. And I get so angry because I'm such a feminist and not like the insane kind where I'm like women because feminists can be just as bad as trans people kind of they go hard. They take it way too hard i believe in equality i don't believe in someone who doesn't have equality getting more okay we don't need to focus on getting revenge or being paid back we need to focus on now and correcting the issues at hand women need equal pay women need equal rights in the workplace women 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 need so many things that they're not getting and the year 2023 and yet everyone is concentrating on the rights of men pretending to be women that is just crazy and thank goodness someone some women in the collegiate level former and current players are taking a stand and they're saying fine go ahead cancel me assault me in public because that's you know your style, trans community, and they're taking a stand, touring, answering questions, saying we won't put up with this. It is not too much to ask that women in women's sports play against women. I want you to take this into consideration when you think about sports. In the entire history of the NFL, there's never been a rule that a woman couldn't play football. If a woman were talented enough, to compete with 350-pound men who could crush their little bones, the NFL would allow it. Hell, it would be great media. It would be great for the image of the NFL. They'd be like, check it out. See, the NFL loves women. We've got a whatever position, most likely kicker, I suppose. And that's not a knock on women. But there's not a whole lot of physically active 350 pound women who could take on a 350 pound man linebacker. And if a woman were to come into an NFL game as say a kicker, and then she got tackled, I mean, she'd get destroyed just like women are getting hurt by men in lots of sports. 
No one's saying that women can't play in football, but they don't for a reason. It's a man's sport. Men are stupid. We're cave people. We like to hit each other in the face and in the head and kick each other in the nuts. We do stupid things to the point to where we have massive head injuries and trauma. Women are delicate and beautiful. And that's the way we like them. Doesn't mean they can't get out there and play sports. I've seen some women that could really kick your ass and still look very good doing it. Still look very feminine. Yeah, I know. You're going to have to get used to this kind of thing with me. I talk and I go in several directions and I get going and I forget what I was even talking about. I know it was Bud Light, um, but I've made it very clear as to Bud Light's Anheuser-Busch's stance on what's going on now. And that is, is that they're going, please forgive us. Please just forget. Drink enough Bud Light to just stop thinking about what we've done. Maybe they could counteract it with like Bud Light Macho, you know, like twice the alcohol. Got like Tom Cruise playing volleyball on it, you know, back from the 80s, Top Gun style. <laughs> Bring back the party dog. Bring back twins. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a break and uh, hear a quick word from our sponsor, Bud Light. You work hard, and when you come home, you want an ice-cold beer. I'm so thirsty. Your boots stink. Your gloves stink. Your hat stinks. Everything stinks. Like hard work. Oh my God, what is that smell? We know that you don't want to be reminded that there are men out there dressing like women, and we here at Budweiser are really sorry. Whoopsie-daisy. So crack open a Bud Light and let's celebrate your manhood. Crack open a Bud Light, we're so sorry, put that transvestite on again. Bush, Houston, Texas. Okay, that's going to do it for your April 17th, 2023 Monday show. Sorry for getting it to you late. I hope you all enjoyed it very much. I got lots more to talk about, and I'm going to be doing it every week for forever. <laughs> you can reach me at red, white, and right at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you, even if you want to tell me off. I don't care. I love discussing things like adults. Until next time, this is Joe Q Public saying, please try and get along.